live in a world that struggles with feeling busy and overwhelmed. At the same time, us mamas want to feel we're living intentionally and with purpose. At the end of the day, you won't have to sit worn out on the couch feeling like it all just wasn't enough. Here, you'll find the tools to slow it down, nurture your own goals, and live restored. Each week, we have real-life conversations about motherhood, work, relationships, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Jen Brazil. Welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Unhurried Life Podcast. I am your host, Jen Brazil. I'm so excited you're here this week. This week, a lot is happening. This is the week of Thanksgiving, and this season, we just have so much to be thankful for. I'm going to be completely honest. If you are listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you could think of a couple of things that you are extremely thankful for. Probably your phone that you're listening to this on, maybe a car stereo or earbuds. So I just want you to take a second and think about all of the wonderful things that you have to be thankful for. Now, when building an unhurried life, I would like to start off by basically the start of your day. So this episode is extremely important and near and dear to my heart because a morning routine is going to be what sets the tone for a lot of what you do throughout your day, pretty much your whole rhythm of the day. And if your rhythm starts off hurried and rushed and checking Instagram and waking up right when the kids wake up or being slightly stressed, then I think you would agree with me when I say that's the tone for most of your day, it's going to be very hard to get back on track and to create and foster and live an unhurried life. So the reason why this is one of the first episodes that I am recording for you is I believe that it is so important to have a structure and a morning routine that really matters. Structure is more important than we may realize. When I was an elementary teacher, my day-to-day thrived when the structure or the rhythm of the day went uninterrupted. And that doesn't always happen. We can tend to have interruptions in our routine and in our morning. The important thing is to set up and establish those rhythms and routines. Being able to start off your day with Small accomplishments gives you order and can lead you into a day of productivity. If you read the title of this podcast, you probably have the impression that we're going to talk about gratitude and thankfulness at some point. You're absolutely right. And you might be wondering, how does gratitude and thankfulness tie into a morning routine? And I'm going to tell you. So at first, this was a stall tactic (laughs) because when my alarm went off, At 4.30 in the morning, I would hit snooze a couple of times. Instead of falling all the way back asleep, I challenged myself to instead lay there and just think about the things I was thankful for. Now, this was really much more difficult than it might sound. Only thinking about things you're thankful for. And for me, I would pray thanks and to not get shifted off into thank you for my house, but I would sure like to know when is it in store for me to move into a bigger house or a different house or change up our living room. It was very difficult to stay on track for thankfulness. However, now 
that is definitely a part of my routine. And if I am going to bed on time and waking up right when my alarm goes off, I am able to lay there and actually think of all of the things I'm thankful for. Now, you might be hearing this and think that I'm absolutely crazy to just lay in bed and not actually fall back asleep. So if this is something you could foresee yourself possibly struggling with, I would challenge you to, well, first of all, make sure that you're going to bed on time so that when you wake up, you are ready. But second of all, keep a journal beside your bed so that it's the first thing you reach for instead of your phone, a journal and a pen. And this can be just a tiny little journal. It does not have to be big. And all you're going to do is you're just going to start off by jotting down the things you're thankful for. Thankful for being able to wake up in a nice, comfortable bed and for my amazing sheets. Thankful for this room and air conditioning or heating to just start off with the small things. And as you get going through some of the small things, then possibly jump to the bigger things. Now, what this is going to do, this automatically starts off your day with positivity. So you're going to be thinking about all of the positive things that you have in your life, the things that you're thankful for as well as you're going to be developing some empathy towards others. The reason why thankfulness can develop empathy towards others is we are thinking about how incredibly blessed we are with what we do have. And remembering that we are possibly some of the few that have these things. And there are people in the world that have different amounts, that have less, that don't have it all. And so thinking about others just thinking about how our life is related to all of these other people can really spark forth more purpose in our life. When you start off your day with thankfulness, you're also going to be shifting your perspective and having some confidence in what you do have. Some confidence in how you're starting your day can make Definitely a huge difference than starting off your day scrolling Instagram and having that confidence taken away from you. I don't know about you, but when I see specific people on Instagram that just look like they have their act together, that definitely can affect my confidence for the beginning of my day. I believe that starting your day with thankfulness is definitely a must and starting your routine with thankfulness can help you start as you're building the structure for your morning routine. So when, you, when you're creating your structure for your morning routine, there are definitely a couple of things to consider. The stage of life that you're in weighs heavily on what kind of routine you're going to have. It is okay to forego a routine when you have a new stage of life. For example a baby or a move, and it is completely okay to change your routine altogether. Just because you set up a routine for one stage of your life does not mean that it's going to be applicable all the way through your life. So give yourself grace here and allow yourself to alter and change your routine as you travel through different stages of life. Continued re-evaluation of what you need in your current stage is going to allow you to craft the routine that's just right for you. I will talk about how to craft your routine in just a little bit. An example of a time that I changed drastically my morning routine was when I had my first and second babies. This was definitely not a time that I was 
opting to wake up at 4.30 in the morning and start my day with thankfulness and a cup of tea and unloading the dishwasher and getting right to work. This was a stage of life that I was happy to be alive and survive and function as a semi-normal human being. So this was a time that my morning routine consisted of things that looked a little bit different, possibly some morning snuggles, pulling my blackout curtains closed and going back to sleep. There were a lot of things that I did differently when I had a brand new baby. Now, as my baby got older, when the baby moved out of our room, all of those things made my morning routine shift. But the important thing to remember is that you are giving yourself grace and you're allowing yourself to make changes as you go. Knowing how to craft the morning routine that specifically fits you is definitely something that I want to challenge you to take a few moments of time on. I have the perfect guide to walk you through these steps at jbrazil.com slash morning routine. Again, that's jbrazil.com slash morning routine. And it's just a completely free guide that I've created for you that helps you in a sense, work backwards. Now I'm going to explain it to you, but it really will make a lot more sense. If you go and download that guide, you can set aside five or six minutes to work through that guide and have something written down to at least start on. Now, like I said, don't feel like because it's written down, you have to stick to it. Feel like it's written down so that you have a guide to go off of the first couple of times you implement it. Sometimes my morning routine, even though my stage of life isn't changing, can alter or fluctuate with different days or different needs that I have. The first thing in the guide that I will walk you through is working backwards. So what time do you need to be done with your start your day routine? So write that at the bottom of your page and circle it. For me, my kids get up at 7 a.m. So my morning routine, that's pre-children waking up needs to be completed at seven. And then I work my, my way backwards so that I can see what do I realistically have time for? What are the most important things? Because, oh, I would absolutely love every single morning to incorporate a workout and meal prep and a hot cup of coffee and candles and praying and worship and all of these wonderful things, but the reality is I would have to be getting up at like 2 a.m. After you know the time that you have to stop your morning routine, we're going to develop and know our values. So what is important to you so that you are sure to accomplish those specific things? Some examples would be, is it very important for you to have quiet time, a workout, a strategic breakfast, meal prep, journaling, prayer? Now, in the guide that's at jbrazil.com slash morning routines, I'm going to walk you through a little exercise to help pick out those values. After you pick those values, you're going to include the times that you can spend on them. So five minutes or 35 minutes. In addition to the two to three values you're going to be picking, I like to include in there one tiny little chore that would help me set up the rest of my day for success. So what I mean by that is I make sure to unload my dishwasher so that throughout the day, I have an empty dishwasher to be sticking dishes in and it prevents me from having to unload while my kids are around or when I'm feeling rushed and also helps prevent uh, little Lego men from getting stashed in the drain while I'm putting away cups. 
or children standing on dishwasher doors and breaking them off. So definitely to me, unloading my dishwasher is something that I incorporate into my morning routine. The next thing you're going to factor in is rest. So I know you just woke up from a wonderful, blissful, long night of completely uninterrupted sleep. Said no mother ever. But Rather, rest looks for you like one minute of just sitting and staring blankly or 15 minutes of sipping coffee while you listen to music. I want you to brainstorm as many ideas of restoration as you can and think of one. This is something that's going to fill you up, something that is going to give you a little bit of life and not be a drainer. Then I want you to think about how long you would like to spend on that, and that's going to be your next step. At this point, you have your basic outline of your specific morning routine that's going to be perfect for you that is completed. And if you download that guide that I told you about at jbrazil.com slash morning routine, then you're going to have a lot more clarity on filling that in and knowing exactly how to go ahead and start implementing that. Also, I want to remind you to include in your morning routine the basics, getting dressed, brushing your teeth those types of little things that are going to help you also start off. I know for my husband, when he gets up, he pops out of bed, tosses on his workout clothes, and he's out the door. For me, I have a lot more things that I need to do. I need to brush my teeth, comb my hair. There's a lot of other things I need to put on actual clothes. There's a lot more things that are minor, just maintenance things that are included in my morning routine as far as time allotment goes. So I don't want to skip over those things because that could take you anywhere from two minutes to 15 minutes to actually prep. And I have found that if I do that prep before my children wake up and before my actual routine starts, I am more likely to complete my routine and to go off of my structure and the guide that I have set up for myself versus if I just roll out of bed with my jammies still on and start that way. So I think that there's a pre-routine here and that for me is waking up, brushing my teeth, combing my hair, putting on my clothes, those types of things. Now the last thing you're going to do is you're going to go ahead and work backwards. Since you wrote down the times next to everything that you chose and you know what time you need to be finished, you're going to work backwards, add that time up and decide about what time you're going to have to wake up. Now if that number completely terrifies you, not in a way that you just think, oh my gosh, I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. But if it's uh, something that you think, okay, if I wake up at 5 a.m., I am only getting six hours of sleep. Then you need to rework or rethink what time you're going to bed or how many things you've included in your morning routine so that you can back up and give yourself a realistic time frame to be getting up in the morning. Now you might be saying, Jen, this all sounds so wonderful and I would absolutely love to do it, but you know what? I have started a morning routine before and I have trouble sticking with it. So here are a few tips for sticking with your morning routine so that it actually becomes ingrained in a part of your life versus just something you're making yourself do. I would suggest starting your morning routine the night before. What I mean by that is just a couple of simple things. After kids are in bed or the night is quieted down, set out what you need for your breakfast, set out your vitamins, set up 
a chair and your cup of coffee or your candle or your journal. Get your area set up and established before you go to sleep so that it is all there and ready and welcoming you before you even go to sleep. Next, I want to challenge you to have a real alarm clock next to your bed, not your phone. This sounds tough, but I bet that you have an outlet in your kitchen and I am willing to bet that you can move your plug straight in there and you can charge your phone in your kitchen for a couple of nights and grab a very cute, adorable little alarm clock that I actually have a link to on the show notes for today. That was $3.88 that you can set right next to your bed and use that instead. There is just a difference in having your phone versus an alarm clock. And I would suggest having a real alarm clock that you have to manually switch over and set the time for and have realistic expectations. Hey, this is what time I set my alarm for. This is what time I'm waking up. The alarm clock I'm suggesting does not have an annoying tone that goes off. It's actually very soft and gentle. And to stick with your morning routine, having a healthy daytime routine is very important. So you can allow yourself to actually get in bed at a decent time, which makes waking up earlier so much more feasible. And like I've already said, know that your routine will change. Know that you'll have a long version and you might have a short version and you might go through a season where you might have a super duper short version, which is wake up, get dressed, brush your teeth. (laughs) And that is okay. So just allow yourself that grace. But if you implement those three tips, having a morning routine that starts the night before, having a real alarm clock and a healthy daytime routine, having a morning routine that sticks is going to be a lot more feasible. So I'm going to share with you kind of the cliff notes version of what my morning routine looks like. So like I said, it starts the night before where I make sure the dishwasher is loaded and started so that it is completely done the night before so that I can unload it in the morning. I set out our breakfast stuff. I set out our vitamins. Usually on Monday, I will make an easy egg casserole so that we can just pull that out, cut it up, and microwave it. But if I'm not making an egg casserole, then I'll set out the pan for eggs. I'll set out the sheet pan for bacon. We are big time breakfast people. So yes, this is this is my everyday breakfast meal. And I will also pull out and set up the spot where I will be spending my morning routine, where I will be reading my journal and doing all of those things. And that is a very comfy little chair in our living room that has a lamp has a side table, has a spot for me to set my tea, so it is set up just right. And since I live in Texas, I typically don't need a warm fuzzy blanket, but for the four days out of the year that it actually gets cold, I will also make sure to include a little fuzzy blanket. And occasionally, I will also set out a candle and a lighter so that I can just have a candle lit and going for the 15-20 minutes that I'm sitting in that chair. And that just helps me kind of feel comfy and relaxed. I tend to wake up around 5 a.m. I have my five or so minutes of gratitude and thankfulness as I'm in bed. Then I do all of the kind of maintenance things. I get dressed, do a little self-care, teeth, hair, 
you know, all those things. I also drink one full glass of water because if you think about it, you've probably gone around six to nine hours without drinking any water. I'll also eat half a banana at this time and boil my water for tea. While my water's boiling, I unload the dishwasher, make my tea. Then I start off with a short Devo with just a few questions to answer. So I like to kind of get my brain started by reading something or doing something that I have to respond to or activate my brain and think about things. Then I take a couple of minutes to journal And this is just writing down my thoughts, my feelings, my struggles, just the things that are on my mind and on my heart, the things I want to accomplish for the day or the week. And this is not something that I really even hold myself accountable to. And you might, there's probably people out there that would argue, then then why are you doing it? Because I just need to get these things out sometimes. And just the act of writing things I've seen does bring me more accomplishment throughout the day. I don't go back and check anything off in this journal. This is just a journal that I use to just let let what's inside of me come out and be on pencil and paper. I then pray for my kids and my husband, and I use two little Devo books for that, The Power of a Praying Wife and The Power of a Praying Parent. So those are short and easy, but it just kind of brings my mind back to other people in my life and people that are extremely important to me. And then... I tend to start my work day for about an hour to an hour and a half before my kids even wake up. I get some things done. I write notes. I write blog posts. I schedule stuff for Instagram. I work on my business. So that is what my morning routine currently looks like. And every once in a while, there's a day in there that I will switch and I will do a YouTube kind of like yoga video so that I, if, if I know later in the day, I'm probably not going to be able to make it to the gym. Maybe my kids aren't in school that day or something. And I just know that working out is a very big priority in my life. And so sometimes I will schedule that in and I typically don't wake up much earlier than five, even if I am going to do that morning workout, because I found that five is my sweet spot. I can wake up at five and be happy and refreshed. If I wake up at 4.48, I tend to be a little bit more gripier. So five is my sweet spot. So I know that if I'm going to incorporate that bit of working out in the morning, I have to be really strategic with the things that I have planned for the day and realistic that I might not get to all of them. I want to reiterate that part of having a morning routine is going to be the building blocks and the foundation to really making the change in your life to live unhurried. And if you can start off your day the way you've planned, the way that is going to be life-giving to you, your day is going to be so different. And I I really want to challenge you to try this. I really want to challenge you to go to jbrazil.com slash morning routine and download that guide that's going to help you craft the morning routine that's perfect for you. And to remember that the morning routine truly starts off by finding gratefulness and thankfulness and just placing others above yourself. And if nothing else, if if no other part of your morning routine happens, let gratefulness be the part that does happen. Especially this week, I want to challenge you with Thanksgiving around the corner to wake up in the morning and 
pop out of bed and just even say out loud three or four things. I am so thankful for this and I am so thankful for that. And to just start off that way and tell your spouse, tell your families, tell your friends, tell your children, tell them all, these are things I'm thankful for today. And just notice how it really makes a big impact. I hope you will join me next week as we talk with a friend of mine, Stephanie, about building in rest. And I don't mean metaphorically building. I mean, actually building, like constructing with your hands, building in rest while still being able to, quote, do it all. Stephanie is incredible and she definitely challenged me to think of the way I organize my day and create spaces around me to really incorporate rest. So again, that's next week. And so you don't miss that episode. Make sure you hit subscribe right here. And when you're hitting subscribe, scroll down and there's a little blue button or blue text that says write a review. I would love, 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 love for you to write a review so that I know what you thought about this episode, previous episodes, what you would love to hear in the next episode. I read every single one of those. And let me just tell you, they are a huge encouragement. And they also help other people find the unhurried life. Which, let's be honest, who does not want to share the ability to live unhurried, especially in today's quick-paced and fast world? So until next time, I will see you on Instagram. This is Jim Brissell, and you're listening to The Unhurried Life.